from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Your first word in sports is right here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Tom Barfield, Ward White, Ryan Fox, we're glad you're with us. Welcome into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas for a Tuesday morning. There is a million things to talk about today. We're going to try to get to as many as we can. If there's something that you want us to touch base on, uh, let us know about it. Our CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. Or if you have an opinion on something we do talk about, uh, let us know. I mean, if you think we're we're wrong, say you're wrong. And here's why. You know, or whatever the case may be. And look, it wouldn't be the first time. But so anyway, uh, welcome into the program. Hope you're having a good morning. Uh, Ward, how are you today? Outstanding. Ryan, how's it going? Doing good. Doing good. Got to tell you, Ward, 62 is the number. <laughs> just <laughs> just saying. Uh, you had the line of the morning so far. I'll say that. You said the Cowboys give new meaning to one and done? Yes, they do. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Boy, it was nothing but – I don't know if you guys caught any of the national shows, but it was nothing but gloom and doom when it comes to Dallas's fortunes in football. They're done. Oh, come on, Ward. You can't really believe that. I I really believe that. You genuinely believe? I don't think they make the playoffs. Wow. There's 16 more football games to play. There is. Eight of those are without Dak Prescott. Right. So let me just ask you this. This is a professional quarterback that's going to take snaps for the Cowboys. Who? Cooper Rush. He's a professional quarterback. Now, you may not like him, (laughs) but are you telling me that all those offensive minds – can't find a few things that he can do, do well, to give them an opportunity to let the defense play and give them a chance give them a chance to be in a football game and win. I mean, that's how I'm looking at it. Can they find a handful of things that he can do and be comfortable doing it with the weapons they got and what you know, and then you know you got a that's couple That's the problem. With the weapons they got? Yeah. Is that the bad sentence? Yeah. That, that's a problem. If he was surrounded by better players, yeah, he'd have a chance. He doesn't have any weapons. He's got CeeDee Lamb. He's got well maybe Zeke and Pollard. But I'm not I'm not comfortable with Kellen Moore knowing how to use those guys, so no, I don't think I don't think they can. Uh, what was, what was Cooper, uh, uh, CD lamb? I mean, he was targeted what 13 times with uh, two or three catches. He didn't exactly shine as the, as well, Dak didn't WR help him either. Well, I don't know. No, we talked about that yesterday, but if you're going to be WR one, 
Don't you have I mean, to there make was the- a, There was a couple he should have made, but there was also more that Dak should have gave him a better opportunity. And there was a lot of conversation yesterday about how poorly the Cowboys played offensively. They did. And it starts with Dak. He's the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Before the injury. The injury occurred in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he was they terrible. They scored three points up I, until that point. I, I put it out there that he was, he again this year, Dak is terrible. He's a fourth-round quarterback that fell into a starting job with a lot of good players around him. They're living off that, and he got paid off that. He's not a great quarterback. He's not an elite quarterback. Sorry. He's not. Ah. Well, so I'll go back to my original question. Are there some things that the Cowboys can do for Cooper Rush that makes him comfortable enough to execute some offense to keep him in football games? particularly when they play games in a bad division? No. I I don't think this division is as bad as we thought it was. I mean, I, I the Eagles are a lot better than the Cowboys. I mean, Especially look, now. They're the only team in the division that has a loss. I, I get it. But, I, you know, I you can't win the division in September. No, you can't. But uh, you can damn sure lose it. Yeah. That but that's why I'm not willing to to hand the division over to the Eagles. Certainly not willing to just because the Giants and the in the in in, in the Washingtons, just because they won doesn't mean they're they're good football teams. It means they won a game in the NFL. Everybody's gonna win some, everybody's gonna lose some. I mean, I think they can stay with Washington. They can probably stay with the Lions. The Giants are what surprised me. They went on and beat the Titans in Nashville. That, and, played, that's, and played well. Yes. Well, a big part of that is they have Saquon Barkley back, and he looked fully healthy for the first time in, what, two, three seasons? Mm-hmm. So, we will find out. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I really don't know. Uh, meeting with the media yesterday – and, and most of this audio is courtesy of KRLD. Uh, Stephen Jones talked about Dak Prescott getting back this season. Absolutely. We feel very confident he'll he'll be back. We just don't know that time frame right now. Is there any concern with what happened in 2020, the back half of maybe last year and now this, that Dak is injury prone? No, I think Dak is built to last. Uh, I think, you know, obviously those uh, – Hand injuries with quarterbacks in pockets are uh, are tough ones, and uh, uh, I don't think he's injury prone. And feel like uh, he'll rebound from this. He's a great leader. He'll be out there leading the charge. I know he won't miss anything, and uh, I think great things are ahead ahead of Dak. You buying or you selling? Selling. I I think he gets back. Oh, I think he gets back. I just. But you know, let let's. You also got to in. in I, I don't. Irregardless of what you think of him, you, he's going to have to have a little time to get back in the flow of things. Now you're talking a couple of more weeks. Mm-hmm. The see, you're, you, the fate of your season will be done at that point. You, you know, we're talking what? They've already played once, so you're talking what? Let's just say it's 10 weeks. Okay, so that'll be the Giants on November 24th. 
Wow. November 24th. You're, you're talking Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You're talking about he's not back until Thanksgiving. Wow. That's, uh, that's tough. So Cooper Rush has to play, of course, the Bengals this week. And, and there's a buy in there someplace, isn't there? Um, yeah, I'm sure there is. Yeah. Giants, Washington, L.A. Rams, Eagles, Lions, Bears, Packers, Vikings. Five and four. Five and four. Who are the five? <laughs> Detroit. Okay, that's one. Philadelphia. Is that at home <laughs> or on the road? At. Oh, mm. you know, I'm going to have to give that a loss. Let's just go through it. Okay. Walk them through. Okay, Bengals this week. I'm going to go loss on that one. I'm going loss. I will too, but let's let's be honest. The Bengals didn't exactly set the woods on fire this yeah, week. No, they didn't. They've got the Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, but, I mean, without Dak, zero and one. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll all we'll just roll with that. Zero okay. and one. Giants at New York. I'm going to give them a win. I, I don't oh. think much of the Giants right now. Not going to happen. I'll take Giants. Okay. So Why? everybody kind of keep up with your one loss record. I'm okay. one and one. Okay. Washington. That's a win. Uh, yeah, I think that's a win as well. Okay, I'll go win. Rams. That's a loss. loss. At Eagles. That's a loss. Giants at home. I mean, excuse me, Lions at home. That's, that's a, win. a win. I'll go win. Bears. We're at, at home. That's a win. I'll go win as well. I'll go loss. Okay. At the Packers. That's a loss. I'll go loss. At the Vikings. That's a loss. That's a really good football team, by the way. Mm-hmm. That that That's a loss for me, too. Um, And then if he's back, that that would be the Giants Thanksgiving. So that's two and two and seven, three and six? I got two wins. To go with the one loss already. Ugh. Yeah, that would be a – including Sunday night's loss, that'd be – a three and seven record or a two and eight, depending on your outlook. You don't want to peak too early. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel on our CNC Collision Center text line, and this has been a part part of the conversation in the last twenty four hours as well. How much sleep do you think McCarthy's getting knowing that his job relies on Cooper Rush? Ouch. And here's the thing. There's, I, that I've, may be a safety net. Well, that's yeah. exactly Sleeping like a baby. Right. That's exactly <laughs> right. There, there are those that are saying, you know what, it doesn't matter. His neck is in a noose. Uh, and then there's those that say, you know what, Dak going down and destroying the season and all that uh, just bought him another year. I, I don't know how I feel. Uh, I, I really don't. I, I don't know what direction, you know, the Jones family will go. I'm not sure anybody does, you know. Uh, Obviously, they're going to roll with Cooper Russ because we didn't right. hear anything yesterday. Not a peep. That's just disappointing. Not a peep. Maybe they believe in Cooper Rush. Why? What has I, Cooper Rush done to have you believe in him? Well, look, they have believed in a lot of guys that could not play. Yeah. And they have given Quincy. a lot. They have given a lot of guys a lot of money that could not play. Quincy Carter. Yeah, how'd that work out? Yeah, really well, really well. Uh, I, I'm just telling you. I, I think they think that that they'll be fine. And again, 
Doesn't the offensive staff have to find something that he can do? There's not anything he can do. I, not I, with those I, weapons. I, I, well, man, I, I, I refuse. Look, it's going to be know, a long I year. Mean, I refuse to believe that. I know you do. I you mean, also think the Rangers are in the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, look, there's nothing wrong with the glass being half full. I get it. But I can't imagine, and I'm having a hard time imagining, if you say the guy cannot play at all, how he remains he on an play. NFL He just can't roster. play at this level, and he cannot win you games in longevity time. He's proven that. We're going to find out because he's going to get his first really extensive playing time. I mean, uh, he he could prove me wrong, and I'd be fine with it. It would not hurt my feelings. Here's the one thing, and I just got to thinking about this, and I know we got to get to the break. Uh, here's the one thing we are going to find out. We're going to find out whether or not he is a backup quarterback in the NFL mm-hmm. or whether or not they've got to go on down the road uh, because he's going to get, what we say, six, seven starts? Over the next month and a half, two months, mm-hmm. getting us to Thanksgiving? At least. Yeah. Uh, Kellen Moore talks about Cooper Rush. Certainly Dak and Cooper are different players. I think that, you know, like any two players, they're going to have different strengths and weaknesses or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, we've played with Coop. Coop's been around here for a long time. We certainly know each other well. He knows the system well. And so I think we're fortunate that the transition, uh, you know, hopefully can go as smoothly as possible. C Ward? Yeah, did you see the throws he made on Sunday? <laughs> well, in his defense, uh, he mm-hmm. was thrust into the action. And good he- backup quarterbacks don't blink and don't make awful throws like that. They take advantage of the situation. Well, and here's and I did get to thinking about this, and I don't and I really don't know the answer because I haven't looked across the league yet, really. Uh with with the, with the way salaries are structured in the NFL now, can you afford to keep a really good backup quarterback on your roster? Chase Daniels has done it for a long time. Colt McCoy's done it for a long time. They can win you some ball games. You named a couple, but there's 32 teams. You oh, know I what know. I'm saying? I I get it. Yeah, I get it. All right, so we're we're off and running. That's that's kind of where we are right now. Uh, and we'll talk more about the Cowboys coming up a little later. Christy Scales will have some updates on the Cowboys. They uh, they're in the news. Let's just say that seven fourteen. We look ahead to. Uh, well, I tell you what. What we'll do next is we'll, we'll talk about Baylor, and uh, and and their their matchup with Texas State's coming up Saturday. But most of the press conference, if not all of it, was spent talking about BYU, and we'll get to that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Kevin Eschenfelder, our guest, University of Houston, football play-by-play. I think the anticipation is going to be much greater. You know, we're going to be able to build rivalries between uh, Houston and Baylor and, and, you know, historic rivalries that the guys that are your age can, you know, think back and appreciate those teams that played against one another in the Southwest Conference days. And, uh, you know, I think college football will be better for it. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected. 
Get something started. Get involved and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu slash alumni. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kia Sera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Waco is growing, and the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo presented by HEB is growing with it. Mark your calendars for Thursday, October 6th through Sunday, October 16th. Don't miss the thrilling fair rides, rowdy rodeo action, hot country music, shopping, and fun for the whole family, all at the Extra Co Event Center. For ticket information and to see a full list of events, visit hotfair.com. The Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo is an experience that you don't want to miss. We'll see you there. Are you opening a new business? Think about remodeling or painting your home? Grant Goss Contracting is a fully insured painting company that offers quality workmanship at affordable prices for commercial and residential projects. They are locally owned and operated, business servicing the Central Texas area since 1984. Contact Chris Goss at chris at ggcwaco.com and check them out on Facebook. Grant Goss Contracting is proud to support Waco ISD and the Waco High Lions. The next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lifts, ditch switch, SkyTrack, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas.
All right, welcome back. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. 719, Tom Ward, Ron, we're glad you're with us. All right, a couple more from the CNC Collision Center text line. Uh, Cooper Rush, JB says Cooper Rush wasn't the best uh, quarterback in camp. Uh, Justin says they'll go 1-7 and seven with Cooper Rush. And uh, Cooper Rush looks fantastic in 7-on-7 seven seven drills. This is from the 903. Uh, probably looks fantastic in the 7-on-7 seven seven drills, but just wait until he has five turnstiles blocking for him. <laughs> so he, he's not a big fan of the O-line either, so uh, there you go. All right, uh, 7.20, 20 minutes after 7 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Dave Aranda, the head coach of the Baylor Bears, met with the media yesterday, and I think it was Bryce Cherry, the Waco Trib, asked him about the uh, the number of runs, and I think Bryce said he came up with like 52. There were 52 running plays. And uh, why weren't there more passing plays? And the answer to me was a little surprising. I mean, he talked about maybe the, you know, let's listen to Dave Aranda. I think it probably was a a bit of everything you said there. Um, You know, I think there there was some, um, some uncertainty and some, um, 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 you know, some timidness in the throw game, both on the the throwing and the receiving and the blocking part of it. And so um, I think while that was being addressed and coached, and I'm sure guys were, you know, um, learning and trying to apply as the game went on, I just think that um, – you know, it's hard to explain. I think when you're in it, you just have the feeling that, yeah, I'm saying it, and they're nodding their head, but we ain't getting it, man. <laughs> we ain't getting it. So that was the feeling. And I just it felt, you know, that the run game uh, was there. And, you know, it's kind of – I think it really boils down to this. That's where the experience is. That's where the guys have been in those environments before, and those are the guys that have kind of played through all of that. You know, we talked about the freshman that became a sophomore that really never listened and never applied. Those guys have been in it and have applied, and so you're really kind of leaning on them. I don't think that was the, the decision in the moment was that, but it just felt that way. And, um, you know, I think a couple of the runs that were five or six, you know, um, possibly could have been more, and uh, we kept trying to find that, that one big run to kind of propel us to the other side of it. and. Never quite got there. To me, it was interesting that he said, and and I get it. Your quarterback's a little timid. You're on the road. You're in a hostile environment. He hasn't made a ton of starts. You got a lot of inexperienced wide receiver. But he said also in the blocking. And that did surprise me a little bit because that group's been around a while. And Well, run blocking's a lot easier than pass blocking. Yeah, and you're going forward. I get it. You're going north. You're not going south. Uh, but I, I, I thought – you know that I thought that was an interesting, interesting response. Uh, now, and the other, the other piece to that was, Shapin was sacked I think four times and, and hurried several more. And he talked about, he talked about pass pr- protection. Yeah, I would agree. You know, I th- um, with the with the sacks. You know, I think we got to do a better job of, of getting rid of it. A lot of them were out out of the pocket sacks. You know, and so I think. Um, I think that's that is that has been talked about and recognized, and 
you know, we're going to have to apply that, you know, moving forward. But I think the, the, um, you know, the routes and the discipline to the details of the routes and, you know, um, the speed, which we're running the routes and, uh, and all of it is a lot of room for improvement. You know, I think from where we were game one in terms of that environment and the execution to where we were game two in this particular environment and how that affected the execution is, um, something that we have to clearly see and agree on so that we can move forward and talk about real stuff. And so, um, you know, I think it's a, it's a very, very talented group and it's a, and it's a group that wants to establish itself and, and do well and kind of be, you know, everyone in there wants to be that guy. And I want, I want that so desperately for them. Here's what I like in in that in that statement. He didn't say, "Oh, guys, it was just one game, no big." He he said, "Hey, we got this, this, this." I mean, the fact that they recognized that there were some issues in the BYU game, I, I like that word. I mean, he they didn't sugarcoat it. He didn't hide it. He didn't say, "Hey, look, you know, fellas, we you know we got on a plane, went and played at nine thirty at night, and blah blah blah." He he didn't do that. He he never he never. Well, that's what you know. Good teams that have high expectations do. I mean, they address their issues. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, there'll be a better football team because of that. And you know, you you have to figure out. You know, we've said it on every level. You know, you you play good teams, you find out more about your football team mm-hmm. and what you need to do if you want to be the best of the best. And, and he in there's no question they've examined the schedule. And they know that they play several, several road games in difficult yeah, environments. They've got a tough schedule. They've got a very, very hard road schedule this year. And so they're going to have to get used to those environments. And, Start- and some young kids are going to have to grow up fast and be able to, to absorb those environments and, and not let them affect their game. And you you look, you, you take – you take a little time, you look at the film, you learn from it, and you take the experiences you learned on the field in that environment, and you move on. And and, and so, you know, you got Texas State this week. You, you can't you can't sit back and dwell on BYU till Thursday because if you do, you're it's gonna wake two. you're you're gonna wake up in the third quarter, and and mm-hmm. you're gonna have a lot of work to do against Texas State. They're not going to come in here and lay down for you. No, I, I don't suspect they will. And, and so you got that on Saturday morning at 11 o'clock, and then after the Texas State game, you're right back out on the road going to uh, an Iowa State team that uh, that plays really, really well at home. I mean, the road schedule, it's just difficult. I mean, it just really is. Yeah, they've so, got Iowa State on the road. Oklahoma. They've got Oklahoma on the road. They've got Texas Tech on the road. They've got Texas on the road. Yep. Don't they have Kansas State on West the road Vir- as well? No, they got those two at home, I believe. Okay. West Virginia's, West Virginia's on, on, on the road. road. Now, I don't know what's going on with West Virginia right now, but, I mean, traditionally, Morgantown is not an easy place. No, First it's of all, not. it's not an easy place to get to, and then it's not an easy place to yeah, you're right. to, to, to win, so we'll see. All right, 727, let's, uh, let's bring in Christy Scales. Christy's got today's Cowboy Report, and it's brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC. And uh, you can check out, check out Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac at richardcar.com. 
everyone. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Dak Prescott's surgery on his injured thumb went well yesterday, but he'll miss at least several games. Head coach Mike McCarthy tells you the mindset as the team turns to back up Cooper Rush right after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott will miss several games after undergoing successful surgery yesterday on his injured right thumb. While fans and media may be pressing the panic button as the offense will be without Dak, head coach Mike McCarthy has to keep an even keel. The biggest thing is, especially at the quarterback position, is don't overreact to it. The things I look back on, you know, the week of preparation, you know, do we overreact to Tyler playing his first game left tackle. The nice thing about Cooper is, you know, Cooper's been in our system, knows our system inside and out, so you know, we won't be in that position of trying not to do too much or you know, vice versa. So uh, Cooper gives us the ability to keep playing. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. My house has a new With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com.
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott had surgery on his right thumb yesterday afternoon. Cooper Rush will take over in his absence and Will Greer will be his backup. Texas Rangers played two in Miami yesterday, winning the opener 3-2, but losing the nightcap 10-6. Texas is back home tonight to start a two-game series with Oakland. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Houston's Framber Valdez is now 15-5 after he shut out the Tigers 7-0. Game two of that series tonight in Detroit. The Dodgers have secured a spot in the postseason for the 10th consecutive year. Their magic number is two for a ninth straight division title. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service and Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. All right, it is 7:32. Welcome back into the program. This is game time on a Tuesday morning, and time for us to talk some more college football. We welcome into the program from CBSSports.com, Shahan Jayaraja. Good morning, Shahan. How are we? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. We appreciate it. Let's uh, let's dive right into this thing, Shayhan. And, and we talked a little bit about this yesterday, but, but with all of the, a crazy day Saturday in college football, with with all of the games that have kind of unfolded the way they've unfolded, with 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 uh, the transfer portal and with NIL, are, are they really upsets, or, or do you see the gap from the top to the bottom kind of closing? You know, it's a little bit of both, right? I mean, I think that when you look at, for example, a game like Texas A&M versus Appalachian State, like the recruiting gap between these two teams is massive. You know, I mean, you have one of, uh, you know, what is right now the number four team in the talent composite. And for Appalachian State to come in and run a certain game script and hold the ball and and be able to stay on the field, I mean, that's that's unbelievable stuff. And so I, I do definitely think, though, that there is, something to what you're saying you know i think that when you look for example at how quickly kansas has been able to to get things together obviously i think their aggressive competence is a big part of it but being able to replace their roster has also been such a huge fix for lance leipold and his staff so i i think it's a little bit of both i i obviously you know i'm going to be curious especially when it comes to those very top level teams when it comes to the alabamas and the georgias and the ohio states you know, do, do teams start to catch them a little bit more than maybe they have before? And and look, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, I mean, as recently as last year, Clemson and Oklahoma were in that group. And now it looks like, you know, we'll, we'll have to kind of wait and see whether they are in that group heading forward. So I, I think that we're starting to to lose our hold a little bit on those that very top of the sport. And I think that's good for the sport. Where does Nebraska go now? Oof, a good question. So I, I think that... I think that first, 
you know, Mickey Joseph, the interim head coach, who is also a former Nebraska quarterback, is going to get his chance to try and put his spin on the program. You know, he he was at LSU for four years. He has experience. He has his own ideas. He was a new member of Scott Frost's staff this year. So, um, so I, I do think that they're going to try to restructure things and try to do some things differently. But, you know, I, I think that if they do go external – you know, for me, the obvious candidate, if he's interested, which there's no guarantee that he is, but my first call is to Matt Campbell. I think that Matt Campbell is kind of building at Iowa State what you could potentially build at a slightly bigger scale at Nebraska. Uh, you know, I mean, I think that he's a coach who obviously knows how to recruit that area. He's a coach who develops at an incredibly high level. He sent players to the NFL. And again, just I, I mentioned the phrase sort of aggressive competence. I really think that that's what Nebraska needs to be looking for uh, at this point is just somebody who's going to give them uh, a team that's well coached that executes the right way and plays good winning football. So that's where I would go. I I don't know honestly, whether he would be interested. It's going to be a good question to figure out if, you know, I mean, if, if uh, they don't get sort of big interest from any of the power five coaches, which I don't know if there's a guarantee that they will, you know, my answer would be Jim Leonard, the defensive coordinator over at Wisconsin. Uh, he has really transformed that unit into a well-coached, dynamic unit. Uh, I think that he's ready for a head coaching job. And I think that he would come in right away and really just bring an air of uh, of competence to that program. So I, I think that's probably, if Matt Campbell's not interested, I'd probably look to Jim Leonard. I've seen a million lists already, and, and Lance Leipold's name is on a list, and Chris Kleiman's name is on a list. And, and then there was one that, that intrigued me. Mark Stoops' name was on a list. And and, and I want to get your thought here. Is today, the way, it, way it's, the way it's laid out today, is the Nebraska job better than the Kentucky job? It's a better job, but I think that one thing that, that you really have to take into account is, you know, look – if you hold these two jobs by each other, the Nebraska jobs better than the Kentucky job, but is the Nebraska job so much better than the Kentucky job that you leave Kentucky for at this moment? I think that's going to be sort of the existential question right now. Cause you know, I've been, I feel like I've been having this discussion with, with a lot of people the past couple of days, but like, what is the Nebraska job in the year 2022? Is mm-hmm. it a job where you can win titles? I, I don't think so. You know, is it a job where you can make playoffs? Not in a four team world. Is it a job where, you can maybe someday make New Year's Six Bowls. You know, I, maybe, but like, I don't know. You know, it, it's kind of a tough question. And, you know, Mark Stoops at Kentucky has won 10 games multiple times. You know, they have a chance to have a really good team this year. I think that they uh, probably are going to be the second best team in the SEC East. Like, I, I don't know. It, does Nebraska have a notably higher ceiling than that? I, I don't know. That's going to be kind of an existential question heading forward. So I think the question for Mark Stoops is going to be, you know, do you feel like you can take Nebraska to a different place than where you've been before? Cause I do think that Mark Stoops would potentially leave for the right opportunity. I, I'm just very curious to see whether he views Nebraska as that opportunity. What is Notre Dame able to do without their quarterback? It's going gonna, it's gonna to change their structure a little bit, right? Because they went with Tyler Buckner because this is kind of a struggling offensive line, and they wanted to have somebody who could be dynamic in both the running and the passing game. But Drew Pine is a true pocket passer, uh, and they're going to have to grow up their receivers. You know, tight end Michael Mayer is an All-American, and he's 
you know, going to be an NFL player, all that sort of stuff. But uh, after that at receiver, they've really struggled the past couple of years. They haven't had a whole lot of dynamic players. It's probably been the biggest hole on their team. And things got much worse because Avery Davis, their, their sixth year receiver, uh, got hurt before the season. So they really don't have a whole bunch of options there that are obvious. Uh, and that's going to have to change. They're going to have to grow some guys up. They're going to have to get some guys ready for prime time. Um, you know, because Pine is not the kind of running threat that Buckner is. So that's going to be the biggest uh, change that I think needs to happen. And and same deal, you know, at running back, they haven't had a lot of consistent play. You know, Tyler Buckner was leading the team in rushing yards at this point. So uh, they really need to grow up their skill position players and, and try to give Drew Pine an opportunity to succeed by passing the ball. What was your uh, your big takeaway in the Alabama-Texas game? Was it Alabama and all those penalties? Was it Texas, hey, they, they may have had a chance to win this thing if they could have kept a healthy quarterback uh, upright? I mean, what was your big takeaway? Honestly, my biggest takeaway was, oh, uh, Alabama's receivers haven't gotten any better from the national championship game. You know, it was unbelievable to watch Alabama struggle to, to move the ball because their receivers could not make plays. You know, last year, obviously, Jameson Williams and John Mechie got hurt heading into the national championship game. And once that happened, like Alabama was a very mortal team. And heading into the fourth quarter against Texas, Alabama's receivers only had three catches for 14 yards combined. You know, that, that's unbelievable stuff. Everything was to the running backs or a couple things to the tight end. Um, and, and, you know, there were just so many balls where Bryce Young would make a crazy play and put the ball right on somebody's hands and they drop it. And all of a sudden, you know, you start to ask questions like, oh, well, you know, maybe Jermaine Burton wasn't capable of more at Georgia. Maybe these young receivers haven't grown up. It's it's, it's really kind of unbelievable to watch in some ways. So I, I think for me, that's the biggest thing. You know, this, this Texas defense, I think, is improved. They did a good job. I think that schematically they were a lot more sound and they tackled better in space. Uh, but, you know, for me, it was really, man, Alabama does not look like a team that can pass the ball at a high level right now because of their receiver play. And, and that has to change real quick because if Alabama's only average at receiver, this is not a title team. Is it an overreaction for Jimbo and the Aggies taking the loss or is this a huge concern for Texas A&M? I think it's absolutely a huge concern. You know, I mean, look, Appalachian state is, Definitely a, a solid group of five team. They're probably going to have a chance to win uh, the Sun Belt this year. You know, uh, they might even have a chance to, to break into the top 25 with another win or two. But all that said, I mean, you're Texas A&M. You had the number one recruiting class in the country last year. You're the fourth most talented team in the 247 talent composites. This shouldn't be a game. <laughs> you shouldn't be playing close games uh, against Appalachian State because here's the issue. Now you're one and one. And there are nine losable games left on the schedule, right? Like this was not the best team by any means you were going to play this week. They have Miami, you know, and Miami would love nothing more than an opportunity to knock off a top 25 team on the road. So that's really what I think you have to look at is, is, you know, is Texas A&M, you know, has some existential issues that I don't think can necessarily be solved by one or two things. And, and if that's the case, if this is what we're getting from Texas A&M, especially on the offensive side of the ball, then like this isn't a team. I, I don't think that's that can. I mean, this is going to be competing for a bowl game, right? Like much less uh, trying to go, go to a good bowl game or trying to make a New Year's Six. 
And, and, you know, to start the year number six in the country for the second straight year and already be on the edge of falling out of the entire ranking probably for the rest of the season is just unbelievable. You know, this is year five under Jimbo Fisher. Coaches don't do stuff like this in year five. That's not how this is supposed to work. And, and congratulations, you've got great NIL deals and you've got great recruiting classes. But if the results look like this, you know, I mean, obviously Jimbo Fisher is not going to get fired. They'd have to pay him like $80 million at this point to get out of the contract. But, uh, I mean, look, performances like this from coaches who don't have that much built-in cachet, this is what gets coaches fired. Does South Carolina have a chance against Georgia? I don't know. they, They looked pretty good against Arkansas, but... I think that Arkansas is a little softer uh, in the secondary, and I just don't think that's going to be the case for Georgia right now. You know, Malachi Starks has come in and played at a really high level as a true freshman for Georgia. Obviously, they had Christopher Smith back, they had Keely Ringo back. So, like, all of a sudden, obviously their front is always going to be their strength, but, like, all of a sudden, the secondary is pretty dang experienced and pretty dang talented. And and I think that, I think that with Spencer Rattler, like, you know that you have explosive upside. You know you have the opportunity to get behind the defense if there's space there. I just don't know whether that's the case. I'm going to be very curious to see how they play against Georgia's offense because things have looked very easy for Stetson better than this offense early in the year. You know, was that Oregon game kind of just a, you know, I don't want to say a fluke, but, but like it just sort of an outlier performance. Or, you know, is this what Georgia's offense is going to be in 2022? I, so there's a lot of dynamic and kind of interesting storylines to watch. But, you know, I, I just don't know right now whether South Carolina can necessarily keep up. Is Kansas for real? Can they keep up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I, I said coming into the year, you know, Kansas has an opportunity, I felt like, to win multiple conference games for the first time since 2009. And, you know, look, I, I think that you look at the conference right now, and, and I want to be clear, right? Like, I, I don't think that Kansas is going to, you know, I, I wouldn't expect them to make a bowl necessarily. I think that that's a lot to ask still. But, you know, I, I think that we are talking about can they win two conference games? Can they win three conference games? And I think they absolutely can. You know, I mean, West Virginia, I think, is probably right now, in my eyes, one of the worst teams in the Big 12. So, like, I, I don't want to overreact and think that Kansas is moving to the middle class, but. You know, you saw the way that they executed. I actually think that this game coming up against Duke is going to be a huge matchup for them. Um, You know, Duke's playing pretty well right now. I think that might give them an opportunity to at least be on the edge of of bowl contention by the time that that non-conference play ends. So so I do think that, you know, I I do think that Kansas is going to be competitive. I think they're going to give some teams a scare. I I think that if you are anybody right now, and I mean, I mean, anybody, I mean, Baylor, I mean, Oklahoma, I mean, Texas, like, I I think that you need to keep your eyes open because Kansas, again, if you make mistakes, then I think that Kansas is going to take full advantage of them. And that's a great place for Kansas to be. Are you, uh, are you interested in the, uh, in the Texas Tech NC State Wolfpack game? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, that one's going to be really interesting. You know, I think, I think Texas tech through the first two weeks has really showed some signs that I thought might take a little longer to have. And the funny thing about it is that, um, you know, obviously all the best to Tyler Shuck, their, their opening day starting quarterback. I hope that he gets healthy soon, but Donovan Smith might be the better option there just because of how dynamic he is. He can launch the ball down the field. He really gets behind the defense. He's a big play machine. 
Uh, and we saw how important that was in an upset victory over Houston. And now, you know, NC State's, a, you know, to me, a better team than Houston by by a good margin. And this game's going to be on the road, which which is a huge dynamic when it comes to Texas Tech football. But, you know, there's nothing I don't think that Texas Tech can't replicate against that NC State team. You know, it's going to be about their offensive line holding up. Uh, you know, one of the things that might be a little concerning is that Weston Wright, their their guard, uh, turned his ankle and like they really need that offensive line to be healthy and playing at a high level against that NC state defense. But early returns of NC state's offense have not been that good so far. You know, I think that we kind of expected with Devin Leary coming back at quarterback that they'd be able to kind of fill in some of those gaps at receiver and running back, but it hasn't really happened as yet. So if this Texas tech defense keeps flying to the ball and playing at a high level, I don't know. I, I mean, I think that Texas Tech definitely has a chance in this game, and I did not think that when the season started. Shahan, any truth at all that the Cowboys have called you asking you about your uh, your quarterback abilities? <laughs> Man, it, it, I've heard worse ideas, uh, which which unfortunately says a whole lot about where the Cowboys are at. It, it's unbelievable, right, to go from one of the most talented offenses in like the history of football a couple years ago to to whatever the heck is going on and being the only team in the NFL not score a touchdown. But, hey, I'll tell you what, uh, I, I will happily take my Bears being 1-0 while, while all the uh, all the Cowboys fans up here are complaining about being 0-1. <laughs> hey, what are you working on for CBSSports.com? Yeah, so uh, not not a whole lot going on this week, but next week I'm actually going to be involved in the college football playoff mock selection committee. That'll be kind of a fun experience. They do it every year. So looking forward to learning a little bit more about that process and, and hopefully learning more about how things are going to work maybe after the thing expands. Shehan, as always, it is a pleasure. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me. Talk to you soon. Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com, 749. We're going to dive into a little high school football. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco, this Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us Wednesday at 7 p.m. and hear from soccer coach Michelle Leonard and head football coach Dave Aranda. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco, this Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. You know that guy that walks around with pants that are just a little too short? And he's wearing brand new loafers, but no socks? Then he crosses his legs right across from you, and you have to look at his bare ankles. Ugh. Well, that's what it's like to drive your truck around without any step bars. Hi, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about one of the most common forms of truck nudity, driving around without any step bars, a rampant problem in Central Texas. Now, step bars do have their functional benefits. They save wear and tear on your back and your knees. They make it easy for your wife and your children to get in and out of your truck. But mostly, having step bars on your truck is just the decent thing to do. No one wants to look at your bare rocker panels. So help us end truck nudity and put some step bars on that truck. We have some great specials on either the black or the stainless steel chrome look. Check it out at createacommotion.com steps. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution and help us end truck nudity at Pickup Outfitters. 
Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430, and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com. Game time, weekday 7 to 9, is your first word in local sports. NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you and your family. Exceptional experience. Extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love Law Firm. They are trial lawyers with over 100 years combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He has obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients, due in no small part to his ingenuity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love at SWCLaw.com. That's SWCLaw.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update, brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton, off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott had surgery on his right thumb yesterday afternoon. Cooper Rush will take over in his absence, and Will Greer will be his backup. Texas Rangers played two in Miami yesterday, winning the opener 3-2, but losing the nightcap 10-6. Texas is back home tonight to start a two-game series with Oakland. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Houston's Framber Valdez is now 15-5 after he shut out the Tigers 7-0. Game two of that series tonight in Detroit. The Dodgers have secured a spot in the postseason for the 10th consecutive year. Their magic number is two for a ninth straight division title. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 7.53, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine's top 10 list is out. They do top 25 in 6A, and then from 5A down, it's the uh, top 10. Uh, the number one team in 6A is Austin Westlake. They continue to roll award. That's a really, really good football team. Yeah, no surprise. Uh, and we were just talking about number three. Number three, South Lake Carroll's at 3-0. and They defeated Cedar Hill 47-6. Cedar yeah, they Hill. rolled them. Holy moly. And Cedar Hill's not Cedar Hill right now. No, they're not. No, they are not. Uh, the uh, Temple Wildcats fell out of the top 25 with their loss on um, 
on Friday night. All right, 5A Division One, the number one team in the state is Longview, the team that beat Temple College Station High. They move up to number five in 5A Division One. 5A Division Two, Argyle is the number one team in the state of Texas. In 4A Division One, you got to love this. Uh, it is Stephenville one, China Spring two, and oh by the way, they're in the same district and headed for a collision course later in the year. Uh, the uh, La Vega Pirates fell out of the top ten with their loss on uh, Friday night. 4A Division two, Carthage is number one in the state, and finally, finally, Ward Whites, uh, the Conley Cadets getting some love. They're in at number ten with their victory over uh, Cameron Yo. Uh, 45-40 Friday night in Cameron to move to 3-0 in the year. The uh, Cadets and Coach Garrick move into the top 10. 3A Division One. Yeah, I love this division. Franklin is number one. Lorena is number three. Grandview is number five. Uh, and, and Malakoff is number six. Uh, I just, what a great division this is. And uh, in Class 3A Division Two. Gunter is number one in the state of Texas. Congratulations to the Rogers Eagles. They were not in the poll last week, and they're number five this week. So uh, way to go, Rogers, and they're now in the top five. They, they defeated Troy on the road Friday night, 28-21, to improve to 3-0 on the year, and they now move into the top ten. 2-8, Division One. Timpson is number one. The Crawford Pirates are number three. And Centerville is number nine. Toler, by the way, number ten on the uh, on the list. So Centerville number nine. Two, and Centerville takes on the Mark Panthers this week. That'll be a fun one. Uh, in in Class Two A Division Two, Albany's number one. Mark is number two. Burton is number three. Burton's a good football team. Uh, they defeated Holland earlier this year. Uh, but Mark and Centerville Two A. Division two and two A Division one top ten teams going at it this Friday night. Chilton is number seven and Breedmont is number ten. So Central Texas well represented in uh, in two A Division two uh, in Class one A six man football. Abbott is number Westbrook is number one. Abbott is number three. Jonesboro is number seven. And in Class one A Division two, Benjamin is number one and. Um, Oakwood is number five. Oglesby is number seven. So there you go. That is what's going on in uh, six-man division two. And uh, that uh, in private school, Dallas Parish Episcopal is the number one team in 11-man division, uh, an 11-man private school, and 11-man six-man Conroe uh, Covenant is number one. So there you go. A look at some of the uh, – the top 10 teams in the state of Texas. And I know the polls are, is particularly in high school, they're just for fun. Uh, I mean, we have a playoff system, and you have to win your way into the playoffs. You have to win your way to Jerry World, and you have to win in Jerry World to claim a championship. And that's the way it should be. Anyway, all right, 7.57. Uh, we'll dive back into some college football. We'll do that for you in a few minutes. We'll also get to uh, some more Cowboy news and notes. We'll do that coming up as well. But right now, John Morris has got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Volleyball back in action tonight on the floor in the Farrell Center. Plus, Baylor Football back to work, gearing up to get back on the winning track this Saturday. 
Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks, then shop Allen Samuels in Waco. Because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. Save big this month on a new 2022 Dodge Charger GT and get $500 bonus cash with 2.9% for 72 months. Plus, first responders get an extra $500 off your purchase. Stop by today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Come by. Let's be friends. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor Volleyball up to number 14 in the nation this week in the AVCA Weekly Poll. Back in action tonight in the Farrell Center hosting the University of North Texas. 6 p.m. match time tonight for the Bears in the Mean Green to be televised on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Baylor football number 17 in the nation this week, coming off the double overtime loss on the road at BYU. The Bears hosting Texas State this Saturday morning at McLean Stadium. Head coach Dave Aranda asked what he'd like to see from his team this week, looking to rebound from their first loss of the season. Well, uh, no, I appreciate that question. I think we need uh, great energy. We need great execution. Um, You know, there's a... You know, there's a, a quote we use from Bruce Springsteen. I, I, you know, the, I had, we had to talk about uh, the boss some because I think we, we had one guy that knew who he was. And so, but there was, a, there was a quote that he had about how he doesn't see um, concerts as just a routine. He sees it as a, re- a renewal. And he talks about how, you know, he's playing Born to Run however many times. But it ain't like that. Each time is its new time because there's someone bringing somebody for the first time to li- listen to them. And it's like they're going to see the boss, dude. And they're going to be there, and that's going to be their thing. And it's like you never know whose first time it is. You never know the impact that you make. And I think it's the same way with practice. You know, you could look at it as a, it's a Monday thing or it's a, here's another Tuesday. But, you know, we just talked about the linebacker position is that everyone needs to be going hard on that Tuesday to give that linebacker that's playing now, that's a starter now, the best look and the best, you know, um, view so that he can be at his best come Saturday. And so there's it's a renewal every time. Dave Aranda and the Bears in action Saturday against Texas State at McLean Stadium. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. It's an 11 a.m. kickoff Saturday for the Bears and the Bobcats right here on ESPN Central Texas Television on FS1. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Couple of minutes after 8 o'clock, it's 8.02. Welcome back into the Allen Samuels Studios. 
Game time, your first word in sports, brought to you by Alan Samuels. Nice to have you with us, Tom, Ward, and Ryan, as we uh, continue talking football. And Ward, I, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, television, radio, newspaper, telegraph, I mean, everywhere you looked, they were they were talking about the Cowboys situation, not only at the local level, but at the national level. I mean, it is, it is big-time headlines. Uh, the Cowboys, well, let, let, you know, they're, they're without their quarterback now. But it was also a football team that struggled mightily with their quarterback. They were the only team in the National Football League not to score a touchdown. I mean, they 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 had a nice-looking drive on the opening drive of the football game. It stalled. They got three. And then after that, boy, it was, it was hard for them to do much of anything offensively. Yeah, they did, they, they did not put up big numbers, to say the least, even when Dak was in there. And that, that offense just struggled to move the ball, three and outs. And a we talked about it. We talked about it yesterday. That put strain on that defense, and the defense finally was not able to stay up with it. It, it cost them the football game. How bad would it have been if the defense hadn't bowed their neck, if you will? You know, when when Brady and, and the Buccaneers moved deep into Cowboy territory and they held them to three instead of seven. Well, how different would it have been if the Cowboys could have just got three or four first downs and let that defense rest? Flip the they, field. May, they may have not even been in that situation. Yeah, good point. Because they certainly weren't getting field position. No, they weren't they getting were losing field, field position, position they every, every they series. They weren't being able to catch their breath. I mean, a minute 20 drive and a minute 31 drive? Who does that? So... Tampa Bay in Tom Brady, he he didn't have Gronkowski, did he? He's retired. No, he's he's done. Yeah. They got some offensive line issues themselves. But somehow that dude found a way to move his football team. I I think if you're gonna be the million dollar man, or in Dak's case, the forty million dollar man, don't you have to find a way to elevate your game to elevate your team? I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a quarterback league, and I've said it a million times. They get too much credit and they get too much blame. But well, if that's the way it is, then that's the way it is. You're the guy. Well, it should be that way. And and great quarterbacks make everybody around them better. Mm-hmm. Dak doesn't do that. He doesn't. Talking on uh, KRLD FM yesterday, Stephen Jones said it is not time to panic. Well, <laughs> it's not an option at all. I mean, we're one game into this season. Uh, we really like. Uh, our overall roster, uh, certainly uh, I totally understand any question marks there are based on the way we executed on the offensive side of the ball yesterday. We can be better on uh, defense and special teams, all three phases, and, and we have to be. But uh, I don't think panic's uh, any part of this right now. We have to go to work, chop wood, and, uh, and execute better, and, and good things will happen for this football team. You Again, buy, delusional. Buying or selling? No, he's, he's delusional. He likes the roster. Yeah, okay. Chop that wood. Yeah. Yeah, that that's another good one. Yeah, use that old cliche. Well, <laughs> we just got to chop the wood. Got to go back to work. <laughs> one and done. Holy moly. Please don't tell me that's the case. Now, why didn't they move the football? Why didn't they score? Why, why were they inept on offense? Well, Mike McCarthy said it's because they couldn't execute on third down. Well, I think the biggest, you know, the, the the biggest challenge was that was when when we didn't convert third downs. I mean, that's I mean, you can, you know, I've, I've done the same thing. You 
get done with the game. You look at look at the statistics and the numbers and runs versus passes, all all those things. So, you know, the biggest the biggest negative for us was uh, was third down. I mean, we you know we it's hard to get 30, 30 rushes in a game if you're twenty five percent third down conversions. So, I mean, we had some. Excellent third down conversions in the longer distances. You know the, the the ones that we you know from a down and distance uh, challenge. The ones that we didn't hit were were, were disappointing because they were definitely there. You buying that? Uh, he makes sense. Yeah, you got to convert third down to keep the keep the chains moving. And we just talked about it. You got to help your defense. Mm-hmm. One way you can help your defense convert on third down, move the ball a little bit, stay on the field. Uh, you don't you don't have to score touchdowns. Every single drive, but you have to, you have to at least give your defense a chance to catch their breath, and you have to give them an opportunity not to have their back against the wall as soon as they walk out on the field. Yeah, if forty yards, fifty yards, forty yards. I mean, there a lot of times they didn't have to travel great. Tampa didn't have to travel great distances because Cowboys were unable to move the football, punted the ball away. And and Tampa just simply won the field position battle. Mm-hmm. So how, with with a inexperienced quarterback, how do you do that? You don't. Well, you got to find a way. I mean, you got to go into it somehow, some way, with some kind of plan to do that. Whether you get it done or not, you got to have a plan for it. Well, you're going to have to figure out if you can run the football, because you certainly, I, I don't, I don't think he can pass you pass the ball around look you don't he he's got one guy he can throw the ball to Noah Brown also is is okay but he's not a true number two in this league he's just not so I mean I I don't know what the answer is for the Cowboys find a way to run the ball but the offensive line is is pieced together so it's it's if gonna I know be a, they're gonna run the ball. You know they're gonna run exactly the ball. Right. Holy moly! Exactly right. I mean, you know, you got to figure out a game plan to see if you can execute it. And you know, all the game plans in the world are are great until you get out there and you can't execute. And then if you can't execute it, it's out the window. Well, and I, and I don't think they have the dogs to execute it. Well, they certainly didn't. Sunday night because and again look the injury occurred in the fourth quarter and he was awful leading up to the fourth quarter the first three quarters were just bad offensive football yeah. I mean how else you do you describe it again opening drive okay go down get a get a few look, first downs the, the Cowboys refused to make their football team better in the offseason and that's on them no they made it worse I mean let's be honest they did. They, you know, how how good does Collins look right now on the offensive line? You know, uh, they let him walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, you 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 trade one of your wide receivers. You let another one uh, slip through your fingers in free agency because you didn't make you didn't make the move. Uh, and, and you could talk about it all day long, but that those are the facts. They let players leave here mm-hmm. and didn't have to. They chose to. They they chose to. Now, I don't know. I mean, it just it's this is not a better roster than last year's. No, it's roster. a worse roster. Much. They did not improve their roster and it went backwards. And so that's I think that's why they defend themselves immediately. Well, we like our roster. Well, well you, sure. You like I, they're nice guys, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's they don't, not a better they roster. They don't want to look stupid. 
Grumpio fan says that the over-under on Jerry Jones firing McCarthy still six games. No, Jerry Jones is not going to fire McCarthy during the season. He's fired one dude during the season, and, and it didn't work out so well. Now, are you asking, could he possibly let McCarthy go at the end of the year? Yeah, he could. He could. He could, but I don't think he'll do it in the middle of the season. I, I just don't, I don't think that's what the Cowboys will do. Now, I reserve the right to pull that back if this team is two and eleven or something. That well, they're gonna be, yeah. So, boy, I'm telling you, Ryan, Mister Negative over there, he's not even giving us a chance. So you say there's a chance. <laughs> there's not. Just put the film on. They're awful. Yeah. And, I mean, they couldn't get anything going with Dak for three quarters. I, I don't see. I mean, the defense can only keep you in the game for so long until yes. they're dog tired. Is Tampa one of the elite teams in the NFC? Mm, probably. I, think, I mean, they're going to. they are. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna make a run. So. But that has nothing to do with the offense stinking it up. Yeah. It doesn't? They're playing against no. an elite defense? They couldn't have played against air Sunday night. I, I'm not going to argue. That offense is terrible. The throw game was not very good, which in the, and if your throw game's not very I good, then you're really ran the ball well. Yeah, he had five yards of pop. You'll take that. That moves the chains. Yeah. I just don't think they ran him enough. That sounds crazy, but. Yeah. And, and I'm, you know, me and Kellen Moore, I'm, I'm not thrilled with his play calling ability either. So fighting an uphill battle. This offense stinks. It's a dumpster fire with gasoline in it. And with that, we tell you it's 812. They have Cincinnati uh, 325 on Sunday afternoon. We'll have the broadcast beginning at 230 right here on ESPN Central Texas. All right. Uh, our program this morning is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. You can check them out uh, with the, you can check out the new 2022 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Lone Star Edition. They've got uh, total values off $6,500 or you can get $1,750 in cash back. I like that cash back thing. 2.9% financing for 72 months or 0% for 72 months. Uh, come check out the Ram and and check out the uh, the award-winning Ram and all of the great vehicles. You can you can also check out the uh, the Wagoneer Series two and three. They've got two point nine percent financing for seventy two months on that vehicle as well, plus thirty five hundred dollars, boy, uh, in conquest bonus cash. All at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. They're located at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. You can check them out online at allensamuelsdcj.com. That's allensamuelsdcj.com. Allen Samuels, your friend of the car business. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This was a hardcore drink that he had. Aaron, do you know what I'm talking about? Can you pronounce whatever Aaron Rodgers was drinking? Apparently, the NFL has said, no, this is not on our banned substance. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. All right. Do you feel like the show would be better if I tried some ayahuasca? I think people already think I might be on something during these shows. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. 
on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor, our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, Drs. Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized, gentle care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN Central Texas. Come and visit Big Ranch Western Wear in Waco. You'll find quality and the lowest prices in Waco in Central Texas for boots and Western clothes. Deals are going on now. Perfect for the whole family. Big Ranch Western Wear in Waco at 1411 North Valley Mills Drive. We're more than boots and hats. We're a lifestyle. Big Ranch Western Wear. Hi, Central Texas. This is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday night football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home. Call 254-749-6069. Hey, sports fans, Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room is the best place in Waco to watch all the sports action. Old Chicago offers a world of discovery with our scratch-made pizzas and tossed wings and our 110 local and legendary craft beers from down the street and around the world. Stop in to enjoy your game day and catch your favorite team and game on our TVs. Whether dine-in, curbside, or delivery, get game day ready at your neighborhood Old Chicago. Old Chicago, where pizza and beer are best friends. Visit Old Chicago Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal House. Lender. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton.
17 minutes after 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. A lot of football talk today as we welcome into the program from the sales department, Stephanie. Good, good morning. morning. How good are morning. we? Good. Good. Lovely. Yeah. What are we talking about today, Stephanie? Well, you mentioned this one time, and I was like, is that real? I looked it up, and it is. Snail it racing. Oh, yeah. It's a big thing. It's on ESPN. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's on ESPN nine every Saturday night. There's no ESPN, ESPN 9. nine. Huh? Come on, I'm not that dumb. <laughs> Guess where it started? Uh, I'm gonna England. say England. Oh, yeah. You already know. Yep. It's kind of cool though. So <laughs> snails get in a circle, and whoever gets to the other side of the circle, <laughs> the snail wins. Look at Tom's face. He's like, what? Or you can do a track, right? Like a track. How do you teach them? That's what I want to know because they don't really have ears. So do you like say, here's Snail? I mean, I don't know. You drop them off on Tuesday, then you come back on (laughs) Saturday to see the finish. It's considered the slowest sport in the world. Gee. (laughs) Imagine (laughs) that. But... You could do like a circle or you could make an actual track that is 13 to 14 inches. and Not 12? No, just 13 to 14, they said. But you do, a, you take a cloth, put it on, you get it wet. I guess damp. I guess they slide on the damp part of it. And uh, yeah, and you put it on a flat surface and you put your number of your snail. Like if your snail is number one, you just ride it on the back of their shell and you just wait. <laughs> Look at Tom's face. A couple, couple of these people painted their snail shells, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have a world championship every year in the east of England. They can keep it here. <laughs> I think it's funny. Look, Y'all are just like, what in the world? What, what, I think it's ridiculous. What I'm entertained by is how intrigued these people are watching it. It's a big thing in England. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes. No. It's not a big thing. It's, it's a, a thing. thing. Okay. But that's a difference. Okay. It's a medium thing. It's a <laughs> thing. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. going to go with the word dumb. It's a dumb thing. Well, yeah. I don't even know what snails are supposed to do except eat them. Like, you know, good escargot. Escargot's good. It is awesome. Have you? So good. It's dumb. My Tom won't eat it. I know that. My car don't go anywhere. <laughs> but yeah. I got escar truck. I mean, look it up on YouTube. Look at these people just staring at these snails. This chick has a a hat with snail antennas or eyes, whatever they're called, coming out of it. Yeah. A ten eye. A ten yes. eye. <laughs> okay, good. But there you go. I'll write that down. I thought that would just make everyone laugh this morning. Yeah, I'm going to go with S truck go. S truck go. <laughs> you should try some escargo. It's really good. It, it's actually really good. It is good. You both long, have lost your mind. As long as it's made right. It's really Oh, good. yeah, that's the difference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cla- clears it up for me. Yeah, you you know, little Ooh, lemon, the, the garlic gar- butter, and white wine. Toast with it. Yeah, and mm. put it on toast. It's so good. Yeah, you don't want to overcook those snails. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Anyways. All right, Steph, thanks. It's a thing. It's a thing in England. It's I think a- we should try it. Let's yeah. go there's find a- some snails and do it out in the parking a- lot. There's a lot of things in England. There is. They should have their own like sports channel. people must be bored <laughs> out of their mind. Well, their food is horrendous. So I mean, you know, they got nothing else to All do. All they eat is like what? Snails. 
what's that thing called? Bangles? Is it Bangles? Oh, that's fish. a band. <laughs> and the tiger. <laughs> no, they eat, they fi- eat they fish eat and chips. Fish and chips. That's and good. like shepherd's pie. No, there's that's nothing good. wrong with shepherd's, shepherd's pie. pie. No, I like shepherd's pie. But I think that's what you get that in school. Fish and chips are outstanding. You ever yes. had it with like newspaper and newspaper? Mm-hmm. You mean that's what they, they serve it in a newspaper? And Why like the, the tartar sauce and malt vinegar? Oh, you've been there? Well, I, no, I've never been to England, but I've had fish and chips. Well, yeah, Long John Silver's down the that's road. No, <laughs> no. All right. Thanks Y'all so much. Have a great day. Wow. All right, Steph. Have a have a good one. Okay, you too. Thank you. That's Stephanie. Long Go sell something. John Silver. <laughs> Fish and chips. <laughs> See, I used to, when I was a kid, I used to think the little crunchy things were the chips, but it's the French fries, right? That's mm. the chips. Yes. yes. But Those I love crunchy little, things are good with some malt best. vinegar on it. They're mm-hmm. the best now. I'm yeah, cholesterol you. all the way, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Take a pill and go get you some. There you go. There's, there's medicine for everything. All right, uh, 823, this is game time. Let's see if we can't find our way back into some sports. We were talking about Texas A&M earlier. Or so they're, they suffered a loss to App State, and everybody's, you know, screaming bloody murder. And uh, there was, at the press conference yesterday, Jimbo Fisher was asked if he would consider giving up play calling, uh, surrendering the play calling. And he, you know, he basically said he'd do anything to, to help the team win, but they're going to evaluate everything. But I, I got to looking at their schedule. Now, this is just the next month. The next four weeks. They host Miami, number 13 in the country, this Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Followed by a neutral side game against number 10, Arkansas, at AT&T Stadium. Followed by back-to-back road games at Mississippi State and then at Alabama. That's their next month. Is two and two acceptable? Better be. Because that's going to be hard to get to, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, now, look, if they go 3-1, you have just, that's a, that's a home run. It's a grand slam. But I was sitting there thinking, when I, when I first looked at this, I went, two and two. Two and two. And if you're two and two, you now have three losses with half your season still to play. That's a tough schedule the Aggies have. You heard Shehan Raja earlier today say they have nine losable football games left. But then I started looking this morning before we went on the air, just their next, you know, because you always look, I, I like to look what what's right in front of them. Mm-hmm. You know, even if they make some tweaks, do this, do that, it, you know. I think they can go 3-0 and until they get to Alabama. I think they can. Now, whether they do it or not, I don't know. The Mississippi State game, I was counting as a win. Yeah. Uh, but we all know that in that neutral site game at AT&T, anything can happen. It can. It's it, That's a wacky game. I know they both – I don't know if they if they like it or don't like it. The, I, and I don't know what the fans think about playing a, a, a neutral site game. You know, Baylor and Tech used to do that, and they kind of gave that up. Is that a recruiting tool for those two staffs to get into the Metroplex? Well, yeah, that's what it's, that's what it is. Yeah, you know. But is it good for that particular team? I don't know. But they're you know they're playing at, at Jerry's World, and and heck, I'm just telling you, Arkansas's a good football team. Mm-hmm. They are. Uh, you know, does does Miami does Miami go into College Station and get it done? I don't think so. 
We're going to find out. If it's, they do, if they run, woo. if they do, it's, woo, look out. I, You know, look. May have, may have woke the Aggies up. I don't know. It may have. They, you know, they didn't, they didn't play very well offensively. They didn't have enough snaps to play offensively. Yeah, I mean, I, and that's that's part of it. I mean, you know, Appalachian State was able to hold on to the football. Tick tick tick. Now tick, look, tick, yep. Miami's not that type of team. Arkansas is not that type of team. They're big play teams, so they're not going to be able to stand up there and grind it out against you. They just don't have the offense to do that. Now they may try, and if they're successful with that, that's a blueprint. Well, I think Arkansas can. Uh, they're more of a big play team. They're gonna they're gonna fling the ball around the yard. They don't run in between the tackles a whole lot. They do. They can close out games with it, but they want the big play capability. Man, I watched them kind of pound on South Carolina the other day. I mean, I, I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna find out. I, I and you know they they got an old lineman for a head coach and and boy, you want to talk about a guy that he could run for governor? I mean. Rattler threw for 376 yards, 24-39. So. But offensively, what did Arkansas do statistically in that game? The leading uh, rusher had 35 yards rushing. That's it? Mm-hmm. Well, I caught it in the fourth. Oh, no, excuse me, 156. Yeah. Sanders had 156. I was gonna say I, I I was that was one of my seventeen games and, that I was flipping. And through. Rattler was for South Carolina. He threw against them three hundred seventy six yards. So on how many throws? Uh thirty nine. But Jefferson for the Razorbacks was eighteen of twenty one for one hundred and sixty two and one touchdown. Yeah, twenty one times and and they, they're pretty balanced. Yeah, but in in they they're gonna you know they they like they like to be a little bit of both and I know that they like to run the football. Uh, and they did against South Carolina. Now, South Carolina is not Texas A&M. I get it. Uh, and SC had to throw in the fourth quarter. I mean, they were down. Mm-hmm. So, Well, they're going to throw anyway if you got Rattler. Yeah, and he likes to run, too. I mean, likes he likes to, you know, they had boots and all kinds of stuff for him. Uh, 8-28, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. So, we'll see. Uh, I just got to looking at those four games. I thought, you know what? Does anybody in the country have – Four tougher games back to back to back to back like that, I you'd be I'd be you'd be hard pressed to find somebody. I mean they've got four quality opponents, you know, and and you know in, in Mississippi State's not a ranked team, but it is on the road in Stark Vegas. So I mean that's a tough schedule. That's a tough schedule for Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M. All right, uh, eight twenty nine. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. In the gun, Prescott inside handoff, Elliott. Only heard here. Bouncing right with a convoy to the five, near the pylon. All season. Touchdown, Ezekiel Elliott, 13 yards. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Cincinnati Bengals. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Bengals, Sunday afternoon at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. The wait is over. Richard Carr GMC has the trucks. 2022 GMC Sierras have hit the lot and are waiting for you. Sierra trucks offer best-in-class towing, strong steel bed, multi-pro tailgate, advanced collision avoidance, and a luxury interior that includes massive touchscreens, 14 cam reviews, and premium comfort. Trucks are waiting for you to test drive now, so call now, log in now, or get here now, and drive your next truck today at Richard Carr. 
Richard Carr. They have the truck for you. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Your one stop for all your farm and ranch supplies is Barn on Country Store. And when it's time to buy feed for all your animals, they're the official Purina dealer. Barn on Country Store also stocks lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, ag hardware, Yeti products, and Circle E and Tyler candles. Go by and say hello to Paula, Chelsea, and the gang at Barn on Country Store, located at 7991 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. And check them out online at barnuncountrystore.com. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. Hometown Construction and Design constructs custom-built homes from the design of the floor plan to the completed project. They have the resources to get the job done right the first time, and the job will be completed in a timely manner. And here's the best part. The professionals at Hometown Construction and Design provide frequent updates to their customers. If you're looking to build in a rural area or in the city, contact Hometown Construction and Design, 254-229-0006, and check them out on Facebook. Early each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food, the owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family, and we take joy in our family, serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott had surgery on his right thumb yesterday afternoon. Cooper Rush will take over in his absence, and Will Greer will be his backup. Week one of the NFL season ended last night with the Seahawks beating the Broncos 17 16. Texas Rangers played two in Miami yesterday, winning the opener 3-2, but losing the nightcap 10-6. Texas is back home tonight to start a two-game series with Oakland. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Houston's Framber Valdez is now 15-5 after he shut out the Tigers 7-0. Game two of that series tonight in Detroit. The Dodgers have secured a spot in the postseason for the 10th consecutive year. Their magic number is two for a ninth straight division title. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service and Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. All right, take 34. This is game time. Your first word in sports on ESPN Central Texas, your home for Baylor football. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And Matt Lively joins us this morning. Good morning, Matthew. How are we? 
What's up, gang? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing terrific. We appreciate your time this morning. Hey, Matt, uh, talk a little bit about uh, Saturday night. What was your big takeaway from the uh, the Bears' loss at BYU? Uh, well, I think the obvious one has to be how many flags were thrown all over the field all night on Baylor. Uh, 14 penalties, over 110 yards that set them back. And that's what the main difference was down there at the stretch in that double overtime. Dave Aranda was talking about a lot of different things yesterday in his press conference, but I would say the noise just probably got to them and it creates those penalties when you're a young college team in an atmosphere like that, and you're just not used to 115 decibels, by the way, on the Monday night football game last night in Seattle, uh, which is probably the loudest stadium in the NFL. They held a, a decibel gun up and it only showed 98 decibels. So we're talking about 115 here. It just rattled Baylor. Um, and so they're going to need a good, a good week of practice here to get back to it. What do they have to do this week to eliminate those? Well, I think it helps that you're playing at home. I mean, when you, when you talk about your opponent in Texas state and you're playing at home, I think it already helps, but I'll, I'll reference Dave Aranda here. He had, I, I, I uh, am sending this there. I sent it out last night on Twitter. We're like, we're good for one off the wall, Dave Aranda reference, every single press conference. <laughs> and I think yesterday it, it was him. And I know, you know, Tom, you were there is him quoting the boss, Bruce Springsteen, uh, in his final question, and he goes, we have to practice with discipline. He was saying that Bruce Springsteen plays his concerts as if they're renewals, not routine. And so Baylor needs to practice this week like they're not in this routine that they're used to. They've really got to be disciplined, and they've got to put great effort into practice. And that will clean up some of these mistakes that we saw. Were you a little surprised? I mean, in I was, to be perfectly honest, when he talked about you know, when, when he was asked about the running game and, and why they ran so much, and he talked about the timidness of the offense, uh, you know, the receivers, the quarterbacks, and he even mentioned in blocking. And I, I that's where I was a little surprised because that's the one veteran group is the O-line. And I didn't think, that, you know, using timid with that veteran group would ever, would ever be said, but it was yesterday. Oh, it really surprised me. And I would say, you know, since the Dave Aranda era has started, especially last year, he's a coach that's not timid. Uh whether it be the crazy fourth downs uh, in his own territory that he's known for going to, um, to some of the wins that they've pulled off. I, I just don't think timid is the, the term I would use to describe Baylor, but he used it himself. Um, I couldn't believe when you look at the final stats, how few passing yards Blake Shapin had, how much run game they deflected to in those final uh you can call it four quarters with the two overtime periods, two quarters and two overtime periods. I was really surprised. And I would, I would, you know, I asked about Monterey Baldwin yesterday, who's going to be questionable for Saturday's game, but I think losing him took a lot of different pieces out of their, their offensive playbook. And so it just goes to show how important he is. What's the other big game in the big 12 to you this week? Uh, I'm, you're going to have to make me look up the slate here for a second. I haven't heard John Morris on KCN give me up the the, the Big 12 update. Um, heading into, I mean, Oklahoma State has a, a pretty big rollover game, don't they? Um, 
Hold on. Let's pull it up here. Who, who do you guys have? Tell me that. I, I'm interested right. in Tech and NC State. Me too. Me too. I, I want to see what, what Joey does on the road. They go to NC State. And I, I'm, I'm curious about that game. So that's a great game. And uh, in, I, I, I was able to watch NC State in week one uh, where they gutted out a win. I'm going to just say for the storyline aspect of it, I don't know if it's going to tell us anything on paper. I forgot this was being played, even though I shouldn't have. Oklahoma, Nebraska is just going to be a funny <laughs> game to watch. Yeah, for obvious reasons. Uh, and listen, I don't know what you guys feel about interim head coaches, but I do sense that sometimes teams play better in that first week with an interim. You know, I feel like these players might have something to prove. How, how I mean, if there was an upset, it's being played in Nebraska. These fans are going to be boisterous. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to go ahead and say Oklahoma's on upset watch, but wouldn't that be interesting with an interim head coach? Scott Frost is gone, and these Cornhuskers want to prove something, and they take it to Oklahoma. Kansas and Houston also jumps off the page a little bit. Oh, absolutely. I forgot about the Kansas. I mean, how impressive is Kansas with a new you know, second-year head coach now after defeating Texas? I love everything about this Jayhawk program. Jalen Daniels is really good at the QB position. And uh, let, let's kind of switch gears here on you. Uh, three weeks in the books on the high school front. Uh, is, there, is there a storyline? Is there a team? Is there something that's going on in Texas schoolboy football that, that has kind of surprised you in these first two or three weeks? The Connolly Cadets. Um, I, I mean – did we think they were going to beat Waco La Vega the way that they did uh, last second with Jelani McDonald? I had a front row seat for that, which was really fun to watch. Then they follow that up with a 45, 40 win at Cameron. Yo, uh, they've got such a huge test this week playing China spring. I think this cadets team is super fun to watch. They're, they're just loaded with talent. Um, three guys right off the top of my head who are going to go D one. And so, Connolly probably shouldn't have been a big surprise, but they kind of went under the radar. And so I think that's going to be our team this year that uh, is just going to kind of turn heads left and right. Is there a team out there that you expected to be good that's not quite got on track yet? Little River Academy. Um, I the, the Rogers loss surprised me. I did get to finally see Rogers this past week when they played Troy. And so it made a little bit more sense, but um, Academy just came off with so much steam last year. And so the fact that they've started one and two out the gate, uh, I, I, I was surprised to see that. You, you mentioned Rogers, uh, Charlie Roten's team has moved into the top 10 in the uh, Dave Campbell, Texas football top 10 with that win over, over Troy at 28 to 21. They're now off to a three and O start and boy, they, they look like they're, uh, they're going to be a team to be reckoned with. Yeah. They've got a great quarterback. They have a really good defense that struggled out of the gate last week at Troy. Um, they gave up 21 first half points and then didn't allow a score in the second half, which was the difference. And they got a, a huge turnover with nine minutes in the fourth quarter against the Trojans that basically put that game on ice. So Charlie Rutten's a great head coach. Um, and I, I think, uh, you know, Rogers now three and O and they beat a couple teams that they weren't supposed to beat. Uh, definitely a team to watch for.
some teams getting into district play already last week and continued this week. Is there a team out there that has a crucial game this week? I'm, you know, crucial, maybe. Really fun to watch better. It, it, our game of the week is is Shoemaker-Lake Belton. I would say it's probably more crucial for Shoemaker after just barely losing to Midlothian. I think this game is going to, you know, one, can Shoemaker make a legit run at the playoffs? And two, is Lake Belton for real? Uh, let's not forget this is their first UIL-sanctioned varsity season where they're eligible for the postseason, and they've started 3-0 and uh, and pretty convincingly as well. They've got three wins that haven't really been all that close, and their offense is just stacked. They will put it on you really quickly. So I think that game, and I'm going to be out there, uh, I think that game is just going to be a ton of fun to watch, and Colleen Shoemaker is really the one where you go, all right, what, what are you guys made of? Can you take down this team that isn't necessarily supposed to be 3-0 and right now? So, okay, so your game of the week is is uh, is the Lake Belton game? Yes, Lake Lake Belton Shoemaker. And, I mean, but God, how many great games are there? we got mm-hmm. kind of spring, Connolly, West, and Whitney, and that Whitney team is uh, revitalized. There's a, a lot of good football in the state of in – our, in our area this weekend. Matt, man, we appreciate it. Thanks so much for visiting with us, and uh, we uh, we look forward to uh, watching you on KCEN. Of course, guys. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. That is Matt Lively uh, from the sports team at KCEN TV. There are some some terrific games, and we'll we'll pick them on Friday and and all that. Well, we got to do it on Thursday, don't we? If we're going to include Waco, yeah. Oh, that's have correct. to do yeah. Thursday this week again. again. No worries. Have I mentioned that I'm not a big fan of Thursday night varsity yeah, you football? Don't like it? No. At all. I think you've mentioned it a time or two. Yeah. I like Thursday night it's games. It's Friday night lights. It's not Tuesday afternoon lights or Thursday night lights. Come on. It's Friday. Get off my lawn, kid. Well, okay. <laughs> so I'll, I'll buy into one, but two back to back? <laughs> Ew. I don't like it. Are you better prepared in the second one than you are the first one? I don't think it matters. Because you're on that seven-day cycle? Yeah, I don't I don't know that it I don't know that it really matters that Probably not. as much as we like to think it does they'd play on tuesday afternoon if you let yeah, them kids are pretty resilient <laughs> they'd rather play than practice mm-hmm. <laughs> so, absolutely yeah i got you all right eight forty-four. this is game time presented by alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram fiat your friend of the car business and we're brought to you in part by morrison's gifts at morrison's gifts they get it they understand man they don't want you know no who wants to be thinking about christmas right now but but I, I, besides ward he's probably got the tree up and singing jingle bells but one thing to keep in mind, they have a tremendous layaway program. You can, and you, can, you can go pick out that great gift, that outstanding gift for that special someone or someones in your, in your, uh, in your world and, uh, and, and pay it out. Start here in September, and by the time you get to December – then you, you've got things taken care of. So check it out. Uh, and we're, you're talking about spreading those payments out, and you can be uh, you can be that hero at the holidays. John Hart and Cotsuela Bags, Totes and Purses, Jelly Cat, Plush Animals, 70 other lines of uh, gifts and gourmet items, including some uh, Waco memorabilia. That's all at Morrison's Gifts, a uh, Baylor alumni-owned business. They're at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive. They're right next to Jason's Deli. They offer free gift wrapping, all that good stuff. You're going to love doing business with Morrison's Gifts. 
recently on Game Time. Joined by Academy head coach Chris Lancaster. I respected that man. I, I had the opportunity to work for him for six years, uh, two at Kentucky, and he brought us all from Kentucky to Baylor, and I uh, had four more years at Baylor. I just respect the, the heck out of Guy Morris, and I really respect how he treated the players. And those kids, they felt the love. And, and so he was a great father figure to all our kids. I just enjoyed my time with them. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, for 45 years in a row. Lock in your best price and rate right now by custom ordering your new F-150 today. Simple, easy, trusted, experience better at BK Ford. An agent for 31 years, Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance and retirement planning. And Joe is proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was a Baylor chaplain for 50 years and his son Bo plays baseball there. Call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today. 972-771-8051. That's 972-771-8051. 8051. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Are you ready for some football? It's football season, so stop in at Los Cucos Mexican Cafe in Waco. Come watch football at the bar and enjoy specialty margaritas or stop in before the game and enjoy any of their great menu items like their famous tomatillo enchilada, Mexican toquitos, or pollo del mar. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. and open till 11 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. Los Cucos Mexican Cafe in Waco, located off West Loop 340. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott had surgery on his right thumb yesterday afternoon. Cooper Rush will take over in his absence, and Will Greer will be his backup. Week one of the NFL season ended last night with the Seahawks beating the Broncos 17 16. 
Texas Rangers played two in Miami yesterday, winning the opener 3-2, but losing the nightcap 10-6. Texas is back home tonight to start a two-game series with Oakland. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Houston's Framber Valdez is now 15-5 after he shut out the Tigers 7-0. Game two of that series tonight in Detroit. The Dodgers have secured a spot in the postseason for the 10th consecutive year. Their magic number is two for a ninth straight division title. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. 850, 10 away from 9. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. All right. There is uh, – we we have spent some time today talking about Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Let's let's continue that. Uh, we're seeing a report that the Cowboys, after the surgery, have decided not to place – Dak Prescott on the IR. So, Ward, that means that Prescott, in the Cowboys' opinion, could be back within four weeks. That's what they're saying now. If 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 you think it's longer than four weeks or four weeks, you put him on the IR and go get another – use that roster spot. But they're saying that they're not going to put Prescott on the IR – and that he could – what, what does within four weeks mean? I mean, are we talking two weeks, three weeks? We're talking miss one game? The, 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 the line was within four weeks. Mm-hmm. That could mean anything. Yeah, that's I, very vague. But, I mean, it's also – they're not going to put him on the IR. So, that's – Yeah. That's worst possible news for Cowboy fans, I guess, if you wanted – them to pursue other avenues and find a true backup quarterback. Because, look, even if you go get somebody that can win you some games, you're not going to dismiss them. And, you know, you're going to keep them on the roster as a backup. No. So it doesn't happen again. Um, I I don't have enough faith in Cooper Rush to, to get you any anywhere. And, obviously, they don't either because they're not going to put Dak on, on IR. And they they may try to rush him back, and and how good is he going to be when he gets back? That's another question. Can't answer that. Well, I, he I don't think anybody can answer he, that. He wasn't good in week one because he hadn't played any preseason. You know that's part of it too. You know some of these guys that that get out here in week one, well, well they haven't broken a sweat in, in game conditions, and so you know they're not ready for the speed of the game. And and Dak certainly wasn't ready for the speed of the game Sunday night. He just he And I thought you, I think you saw that all over the league Sunday. A lot of times, but I mean some of the quarterbacks and some of the players they chose to play some preseason. They played a couple of games. They played Tom a couple Brady of series. He played a couple of series. You yeah, know, Tom Brady did. Tom Brady played a a quarter and a half or almost two quarters in the last preseason game because he was gone so long. So, you know, he, he got some rub there. I, I just, I don't like the, I understand why they don't play their stars because they, they're scared to death of injury and everything else. But I mean, look, game one, you see injury anyway. Can't, you it's can't a game function of football. That way. You no, cannot you can't. Function that in, way. in my opinion, you can't either. I understand why they do it, but I don't like it, and I think they should play in the preseason because you saw across the league mediocre play across the league, except for 
Look at Pat Mahomes. He threw for five touchdowns. How many preseason games did Pat Mahomes play in? Three. Got himself ready. Absolutely. So you're not excited about Dak getting back within four weeks? Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I I hope he does for his sake. I mean, that's that's all well and good for him. But I, you know, he's he's gonna have to get himself to playing better. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he's gonna have to get himself to playing better than he did on Sunday Night Football. He just he wasn't very good. We both talked about that. No, he wasn't. I, I'm not sure they were inept on offense. I mean, that's the only way to describe that, it. That's a great way to describe it. Because again, opening series couple of first downs, whatever it was, two, well, three, and, 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 they, a, and they get three, and then they, I mean, He has no weapons. It. He has no weapons around him. You know, he cannot distribute, distribute the ball to 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 players that, that can make the big plays for him. He did, they, they refuse to get themselves better in the offseason. How many times do we have to say it? Yep. All right, uh, man, so there's there's more on that coming up uh, with Greeny in the 9 o'clock hour. John's here at 3, Matt's here at 4, and he'll have more on it as well. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. That is going to do it for us. Have yourself a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.